It's time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech. Trevor Long with you from EFDM.com and Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. How are you doing? I'm well, Trevor. It's great to be out here in the country oh, after my long drive. Stop it. Fantastic to be here. We're in the EFDM studio, so obviously Stephen's going to complain for the next <laughs> 40 odd minutes about how no, far it is and how he needs no. to go through passport controls. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Mate, it's just, it's good it's for you good. to see how the other people live. The air's fresh out here. I love it. It is, mate. I love you can see the stars. The stars are really bright in the so sky. Mate, it's great. We're here to talk technology and gibber onto tangents, as we often do, which is what we do. Episode 309, thanks to the good people at Netgear and Hisense, a whole bunch of tech news around. So let's let's just get straight underway. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Do you know, I like this survey that was done. You know, I hate surveys, but... Um, I, I, I hate being asked to do a survey. Is that, that's no, what I, I, just, I normally hate PR surveys. I love surveys. I like those news yeah. stories. It's really all that They're potted, an easy potted information. No, it's really don't nice. like them normally. Nice. But um, the inter, in, what is it called? Interactive Gaming Entertainment Association. Entertainment, um, yeah. IGEA. Not who, IGA where you buy groceries. IGEA. IGA is a tough <laughs> subject to get here, mate. They close the eyes down and put right? an Aldi in. So. Is that right? Okay. Bit of a, but then IGA opened up EA. right next door, so very strange. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, the gaming people, the Gaming Association and of Bond, Australia. And Bond University. Uh, yeah, well, the gaming people uh, commissioned Bond University to do a survey for, for them, a study into, into gaming and gaming habits in Australia. And it was actually really interesting because, you know, the perception, and I talked about this all week, really, the perception of people, of gamers, when you say gaming or gamers, is... Pimply teenagers in a dark room Kids, with Coke yeah. and a bowl of chips, never Coke, leaving. Coke the drink. Coca-Cola. Okay. Mate. What sort of kids are you hanging out with, <laughs> mate? <laughs> you know, playing Xbox for yeah. hours on end and never leaving, right? Yeah. So, but actually, a gamer is more like an average age of 34 or 35, uh, could yeah. well be a female. And the the stunning stat, for, for I think, for us because of our radio audiences is in the over 65 category, 43% of people play games. Well, we should clarify that it's that, that, that that's amazing stat, by the mm. way. But it's not just them sitting in front of uh, playing that's Formula exactly One or right. Call of Duty in, in front of a point. PlayStation. It's Break the stereotype. Casual gaming apps, so on their phones, on you know their tablets. What? My mum, mm, late sixties, um, she's a gamer because yeah. I gave her a Samsung tablet. It's got Sudoku on it. Huh. It's the only reason there she had go. the tablet because she was going overseas a few years ago and she had all, she was packing. And she's here before she left, and she's packing all these Sudoku books. And I'm going, what are you doing, woman? It's like three or four well, Sudoku books. How I many, how many I, Sudoku games are you going to play? I take Sudoku books. I said, listen, you, you can put them on a tablet, mate. Unlimited Sudoku games. What are you doing? I just like the tactile feel of, of writing well, my number. We'll make it a Samsung Galaxy Tab 3 with a pencil. With a pencil, yeah. <laughs> a nice segue. Very good. And they are not a sponsor of the program, No, by the they're way. not. But it's a, we'll talk yeah. about that in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just my first impression of that Stadler pencil, because yeah. it actually makes a pencil sound as well. Anyway, so <laughs> gaming and, and some really interesting insights into the fact that, you know, young people gaming isn't all about, you know, shoot them up up and you know just waste time it's a de-stress for them and you know there's a lot of conversation about mental health and stress among kids do you know what if your kids are escaping into fantasy world and relaxed and happy that's a good thing 
Secondly, the older generation within within reason within reason yeah the older generation great for mental uh, stimulation keeping your mind yes, active and acuity, social dexterity yeah. like they're playing words with friends with people they know and yes. people they're meeting and so there's a social activity to it as well mm-hmm. I think it's just fantastic sir I, I I agree and and I think the 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 surprise for me apart from the over sixty fives was the average age thirty four seventy seven percent are over eighteen so that yeah. really dispels any kind of myth about yep. gaming. And the household, I, I like how it's a family thing too. Like remember years ago when you were young, you, you'd sit in front of the telly and watch a TV show together. Yeah. No, no one was in their rooms on the internet. The internet didn't the, exist. The, that hasn't happened. It's, it's Other than Ninja Warrior, that's the first time that's happened. In, <laughs> no, seriously though. To everyone watching in TV together. In terms of people yeah. getting together yeah. to watch TV or do something. Wasn't that a fizzer? There was no a sort fizzer? of but it was no like the winner was uh, hang on who won at the end of it did you watch it the, the whole grand point final? is it's not meant to be easy yeah I understand but there there was they're thinking okay there was confusion like, who, okay who's that the winner that just now? makes season two even bigger because yeah. will we find the ninja warrior I agree I think that, we're talking about they it they said only six people have ever completed the whole Mate, thing I walked out into the lounge room because our kids are allowed to watch TV on the weekend mornings yeah so I came down one morning and the kid, they're watching ninja warrior I'm like well, did they record that <laughs> I mean in our lounge room with the Samsung TV replay. and we've yeah. got a fetch TV. And I thought, how are you watching this? And I said to Jacko, how? he goes, just on, on, on Nine Now. I went, where's that? Where, the where, the where, where have you got that? Are you on the Fetch TV? And he goes, no, on the TV. And I went, what are you talking about? Like, literally, son, oh, stop. TV, yeah. Stop what you're doing and show me what you did. <laughs> he goes, I pressed this extras button and I pressed the red button. He's, he's using Freeview Plus. Freeview Plus. He's using Freeview Plus. There he's the first go. person I've ever met that used Freeview Plus. <laughs> I use Freeview Plus. What and, do you mean? and made it seamless. Yeah, it's good. Like a brilliant catch-up experience. Anyway, Microsoft, yeah. on the same day as that Interactive Gaming and Entertainment Association yeah. survey came out, released some, some numbers as well. Obviously, Xbox is their thing. But forget Xbox and just call it consoles. Yeah. The, the family bonding experience that they discovered was quite high. A large number of people had positive family implications from yeah. uh, from social gaming. So, and I can vouch for that. You know, when my kids are playing Minecraft, I love sitting with them. If I'm not playing, I'm watching. Yeah. Uh, we might all be on iPads playing Minecraft together. We might be playing Forza one after the other and just, you know, setting times or oh, you let going kids, fast. You let the kids have a drive, do you? Yeah, I normally play in here and let them play out there. But <laughs> <laughs> So they don't jump on the proper wheel or not? Are their yeah. feet, their no, feet no, the, the Xbox doesn't have the wheel. That's for the oh, PlayStation. So that's only for dad, is it? Yeah, that's, Jackson's okay. had a go, but it's it's yeah. really for a it's good how kids. families play together, right? Eh? Yeah, great. Shut that's up. great. But, you know, it does. It is, you know what? Yeah. People whinge and moan. Now, again, kick a footy or whatever, forget it, okay? It's cold. It's winter. We're not all kicking footies, right? Yeah. It's actually a really rewarding experience as a parent to sit with your kids Absolutely. and muck around with them games. Plus, you can keep an eye on them. Absolutely right. You know what they're playing. Well, the stats are that 60% play in the same room, so together, yep. and 44% play online. And, and I've, I've done this. Like me and my son, we play Call of Duty together online. My son Aaron and mm. I in another we're, room. We're, no, we're, no, he's on his PlayStation. Yeah, and I'm on. He's got a PlayStation upstairs. I'm, I'm in my in the the Tech Guide Theatre playing on mine. So we're we're on the same team playing against other people, playing together. So we're not in the same room though. Well, it's hard to play online Call of Duty from the same console for two accounts. You got to have you got to have different consoles to play from the the accounts. You can play multiplayer together, like against each other in the same room. But one day we'll just get have a gaming day. We should. We talked about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. But because I'd get killed. Like every yeah. five Call seconds. of Duty, you get smashed. In Formula One, I'd just bang the car up on every turn, <laughs> wouldn't I? Like, I'd, be, I'd be in the pits more times on the track. But you know what, what, what could track. happen collaboratively? I could help you and you could help okay, me. I could help you. I could we give can play you lots co-op. of tips. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Like co-op. Well, and it'd be great for our family me. bonding. And I'll teach you. That's right. Yeah, I'll teach you the Good line. And, and Yeah. We'll just turn on auto-brake. Do you have... Do you have um, 
normally when I play a driving game, though normally the line, you know how you can make if it appear on the track. Of course I don't know. I'll, I'll use the, li- the line on the corners. The virtual line? Yeah, absolutely. Mate, people, people like, help, you post a photo and people go, oh, you get the line. I'm like, give me a break. I'm not a professional <laughs> racer. I'm not Daniel Ricciardo. I'm having a go. Yeah, yeah. I'm having a fang here, people. <laughs> but, you know, um, so the do proliferation. You rate what? Do you rate yourself? Yeah, I'm pretty good. You go all right? Yeah, I'm pretty good. You hold your own? I hold my own. Okay. Like, against people I know, I'd smash them. Okay. But <laughs> people you know. But, you know, okay. if, I, if I went to some gaming so you event, you, you I'd get you, smashed. Okay, right. Right? I'm not a gamer. I play okay. it once in a blue moon. Right. Poor thing sitting there, it just doesn't get used. Yeah. But we talk about the console now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. there's other things. But <laughs> wrapping it up though, like the the proliferation of mobile devices is, is what's driving this. And also totally. let's be let me be cynical here and say the reason the Interactive Gaming Entertainment Association spent the money and got the survey done was because they want to break the stereotype at a political level and a whole bunch of other levels because they don't want politicians and lawmakers and other people thinking that gamers are those pimply teenagers. They want people thinking that it's 65 pluses. They want yeah. the well, industry to be supported and invested. That in. was a battle that they've already run and won. Remember the, the battle oh, that's to, get a constant the battle, Remember yeah, the, yeah, yeah. to get the R rating? And and also, the people need to acknowledge the amount of money people spend on games. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's bigger than the Aussie box office. So, you know, our movie industry, yeah. the amount of money people spend at the movies in Australia is less than what they spend on games. Yeah. So this is a massive industry. Big time. Yeah. All right. Two blokes talking tech. The uh, hashtag on Twitter at is hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Uh, you can find us both at Stephen Fennick and at Trevor Long. And you can read all about that survey at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Well, would you agree with me that The Rock... I just, you just say it up front. Just say it up no, front. The, no, no, which, I'm just asking you, would you agree that The Rock is probably the biggest star on the planet right now? Do you now? know what? I you know, I don't follow entertainment like you do. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. But if I notice that this guy is in everything and working harder than anyone else, then it means he is absolutely doing a lot, yeah. working harder than yeah. anyone else, right? So he was in, he was in Fate of the Furious. Mate, don't list him. Baywatch. You're going to list him, aren't you? No, just, I'm just saying what he's Ballers. done just this year. Ballers is another a good show. Do you watch Ballers, dude? I watched it on planes normally. That is normally. a great show. Love it. Season three kicked off the I'm other day. I'm a bit, bit behind, I think. Season three, just two days ago, kicked off. Where so. can I get that? Uh, Foxtel Now. Uh, Can't download it, though. I need it on a plane. Uh, well, you're going to have to wait. Okay, back to you. Uh, and, well, yeah, well, The Rock is the biggest star on the planet, and he's teamed up with Siri. And I'm talking iPhone Siri. This now, is, let's be clear. This is another actress he with a one name. He tweeted a poster that said coming soon or later today or something, you know, and there was a full-on movie poster. And he said that he'd made a movie, yeah, uh, The Rock versus Siri. And I looked at it and went, you complete goose. (laughs) And then later on... I liked on that poster how it said, you know how the stars have their names at the top? It said Mm. Dwayne Johnson. And on the other side it said Siri. (laughs) Like, she's like a Hollywood actress. But then I watched it. It was funny. It was good. It was brilliant. It was... Pretty well made. Okay. I mean, it, it was a piss take on the fact that he's a hard-working bloke. Yeah. Um, let's let's be clear, and you haven't got any audio queued up, have you, of the uh, no. of the of the thing? But no. we have we did it on the radio today anyway. That's fine. Oh, but, sorry. <laughs> oh, preparations, okay. everything. Is this happening? You can watch it at EFTM and also on my side as well. Right? <laughs> but I like yeah. the fact well, that on, he on says, radio where there's a bunch of staff behind the <laughs> scenes in the panel. Well, I mean, yeah, fine. You no got worries, some mate. audio prepared a few weeks ago. Who was it? Pauline Hanson. You got that ready? Oh, to go, well, that mate. was that was an obvious topic. That's okay. I didn't know we were going to sit here and talk about this rubbish that's, topic. That's, <laughs> That's okay. Then I remembered. Go yeah, on. That's okay. But I like the reason. We've got to remember, this is a short movie, okay? We're three minutes, less than four Sorry, minutes. Sorry, stop you right there. It's an ad. Yeah, well, it, it's it's just a way to illustrate the uses of Siri, okay? Mm. That, that's the objective of the whole thing is to say, right, here's what Siri can do. And they did a really good job in portraying that. 
No, and so and by by posing that question, what more could The Rock possibly do? And then he turns around, you know, with his signature one one cocked eyebrow, says that sounds like a challenge. And it's really, really, and high production values, just like the, oh, remember mate. the app Apocalypse um, one yeah. they did before WWDC? How much money it have they got genius. to burn? Yeah. Uh, like this is, uh, it was some serious production happening there. And, you know, there's the rock in it as well. And I'm surprised it, they it, didn't tease it more. Because you think about all the rumours about Apple starting their own Netflix, a TV thing yeah. and all that, with a carpool karaoke launches August 8, there's a bunch of things going on. I'm surprised they didn't leak the production. They didn't leak bits of it so that people did ask the question, what the hell's going on here? But I think, I'll tell you, no, I'll answer NDA. myself. I'll answer NDA. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean intentionally kind of create some hype, but I'll tell you yeah. why they wouldn't have. Because the you know the varieties of Hollywood and the Hollywood Reporter and those things would have quickly realised there's no movie slate, there's no production, there's exactly no... Exactly right. It's yeah, not they a would movie. have seen straight through that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but true. the... Uh, the uh, I found interesting too that it was released less than a week after Google Home in Australia. I know it's been in America. Yeah, I, I like that's to think that's timing, but I think it's coincidental. It's coincidence, yeah, yeah. But, um, it's, you know what it is? It's, it's a few months out from HomePod. And HomePod yeah. is Siri. HomePod Absolutely, as a speaker yeah. for Apple... Bloody Siri's going to listen to me every time I say yeah. it. Now. Let, let's say it now. Why don't we both have turns and we'll see how many iPhones we can turn on and people tweet we've us if we turn your had iPhone on. People ask us never to do that. Really? Yeah. Who, so who? Who asks us that? Really? Anyway, okay. hey Siri. Hey Siri. You know, you know what we should do? Here we go. Watch this. <laughs> hey Siri, set an appointment to listen to Two Blokes Talking Tech every Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Set an appointment every Wednesday. There she you struggles. Go. Can you, oh, do you have you made a life goals list as well, <laughs> like The Rock did? No. What's can you start a list? Life goals, the sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not really into sequels. But you know, Very HomePod clever. coming out in December is a speaker, but it's Google Home competitor at a massively higher totally. price. Right, it's a much bigger price, but that's because it's a better speaker. Absolutely. First and foremost, bigger, that, that's better, where yeah. it lives. And have you heard? Have you heard also Siri on iOS eleven? Yeah. Massive difference. Really smooth. Have you heard the difference in, it's not as robotic as the iOS. Uh, I don't really pay that much attention. To yeah, yeah. It, it is a bit smoother, okay. I, I find. Yeah, yeah. The, the, so, so the thing is, this is a precursor to the HomePod coming out. Yeah. Th this won't, there'll probably be other things no, like but, this. But there's stuff in the movie you can do today, like all, all those things. Oh, no, like, I know. But oh, what like, they're doing was it the Sistine Chapel he was painting? Remember that? Was yeah, that the Sistine Chapel? They're, they're trying to create uh, a profile for Siri. In the Absolutely. marketplace, because yeah, Siri yeah. has a profile, but it needs to be boosted. Because if if Siri come if HomePod comes to market and Siri doesn't have the right profile in terms of what she can do, HomePod fails. I'll uh, I'll put this to you right. I reckon that Apple will do another movie like this. Hmm. Who would you have? Okay, we're we're in a we're in the boardroom at Apple right now, pitching okay. ideas for the next yep. movie with Siri. I would have liked some notice on this, thanks, Tim, but that's okay. I'll think on my spot. I'm th I'll throw something out there. Okay. I think that uh, they need to have a female star next time. Oh, no, no shit, shit. A like. female. Yep. And I'm thinking, I'm not sure, like whether it's a. I know that very much strongly on the music side for HomePod, so maybe a, a singer like Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's um, wife. Jada possibly, I'm thinking like like Rihanna or some big name. You Beyonce know, and the twins. Beyonce, I mean, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift. No. Despite her dramas with Apple in the past. Way too white. You think so? Yep. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see. Or maybe an actress. They might get um, Julia Roberts or someone. Or some someone, if they want to have that, that Hollywood theme, mm. if it's a sort of a movie. Again, no, I think, you got, I think you move away from the movie. Yeah, you got to get you, in the you music You make an right, ad, eh? but you, you, it's got to be... It's got to be music. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. I've got nothing, mate. I need notice on this <laughs> sort of stuff. 
But thanks for listening to the show. And I should add that The Rock retweeted me too, oh, which is very nice. Well Dwayne done, Johnson. Stephen, Stephen, Dwayne. Stephen got five minutes into that conversation <laughs> and didn't mention it. Well, which So I owe, I owe like five people 20 bucks. Unlike you, Trevor, this isn't about me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this, is for our, this is for our listeners. But yeah, The Rock did tweet me. Okay. He retweeted me. Thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks, best thanks Dwayne. Yeah. Is he following you now? Uh, no. Oh, it's disappointing. Him, him and his eleven point five million followers, they got a taste of uh, of my tweet. They and got tech got a, guide, and yeah. you got you got a taste of the click through yeah. rate on an eleven million follower yeah, account, no, which isn't as much, impressive as you'd think. Yeah, that's right. That was, it was good. It was a nice little bump, but uh, yeah, I expected more. <laughs> All right, two blokes talking tech. Get in touch if your Siri went off. We apologise, but we want to know about it just for funsies. Two blokes talking tech. See the incredible with the latest ULED TVs from Hisense, the all-new Hisense Series 7, which I'm reviewing, by the way. Very nice. Is back with features consumers have embraced, including depth of rich colours and detailed picture quality. With Hisense ULED, Australian consumers will always have access to the very best in content and picture quality. ULED is the, picture of in- is the result of internationally patented technology to bring out the best out of its remarkable LCD LED TVs. Key features include 4K UHD resolution, HDR+, wide colour gamut and local dimming for a viewing experience that will blow your mind. The stylish ULED Series 7 opens up Netflix to 4K HDR. You can see Stan, Freeview+, along with YouTube, all built in. Using the Hisense interface, customising your TV to your viewing habits has never been easier thanks to the ribbon menu. The Hisense 4K ULED Series 7 TVs come in 50 55, 65, and a massive 75 inches. See one for yourself today at your local electronics retailer. Hisense, see the incredible. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Would you agree, Eugene Kaspersky, loose cannon? Yeah, out there. He's out there, Jerry. He's out, out there. there. He's a fun bloke. Like, yeah. I've, have you, you've met, we met him, had dinner with him? Uh, I had, no, I've been at a, a same event with him. I didn't actually I mean, meet the bloke. Yeah. I've, I've been at a dinner with him and, yeah. you know, it was out at Luna Park and we were just, like, he was just hanging. Like, normally these things, the you know, someone of that profile, this is Eugene Kaspersky, the Kaspersky of Kaspersky Lab. Yep. Pro- normally they'd come and they'd disappear and whatever, but this bloke just hung around. He was just chatty. He was just yeah. a really lovely bloke, but he's like fully, he's fully into this world. He's also just out there opinionated on everything. It's really, really great. Yeah. But so today he wrote a blog, which is obviously written by the corporate comms team. But anyway, they put his name to it on the Kaspersky website, um, announcing earth shattering or earth, sh- earth saving news, uh, global launch of Kaspersky free, which as you can guess by the title is a free version of Kaspersky. So essentially what they've done is very, very smart. I think this is the smartest thing someone's done in software in a while. They've created a free version of their antivirus product. So you can do a scan. It does auto updates, which is something that, you know, a good free product doesn't do. It doesn't have, you know, um, financial protection and, and device protection for other devices or parental controls and privacy protection. So it's not internet security. So it's Kaspersky light. Exactly. Yeah. But it's free. 100% free to download. Now, not, not easy to find, I'll be honest. I, I clicked and looked, but I, I ended, up, <laughs> ended up finding it. It was, on, it was on their website. I put a link up on mine. But the idea here is, is very, very smart. At the top level, from a corporate perspective, we want Kaspersky on as many computers as possible so that we can be better informed about viruses. 
So the more computers it's on, the more information they have about threats. So would it protect you about like would it protect you against like phishing attacks and things like that? Or probably if you were going to click on something, would it say, oh, oh no, don't do that? Probably not web uh, web attacks. I don't right. think so. So okay. I think we're talking email and stuff. But okay. it may have. I didn't. I didn't read into the detail. Well, if you're on your computer for free, then is it likely you're going to upgrade and pay for it? Well, two. So two things, right? Yep. Importantly, the more computers running their software, the more they know. So the better their their paid and their free versions will be. Because if you've got five users of, of uh, antivirus software, you've only got a sample of five. Mm -hmm. If you've got 500 million, you've got a sample of 500 million, you know about more problems and viruses, and you can react to them faster, and you can have a better product. Mm -hmm. So there is a holistic, very smart approach yep. to having it on more computers. But then, of course, it, it, it comes with kind of the other things grayed out. And, of course, it's going to inspire you to want to click that money and pay more. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. He says in his blog here, he says, you know, um, uh, there are a lot of users who don't have the 50 odd dollars to spend on premium products, premium protection. Therefore, they install traditional freebies in brackets, which have more holes than Swiss cheese for malware to slip through, <laughs> or they even rely on Windows Defender. And he says, e gods, as in, oh my God, yeah. who would use that, right? Gets, so, yeah. you know, he, he's, he's, he's pretty, pretty strong on the, the availability of free stuff isn't great right now. So he's getting it out there. Do you know what? Let's assume they're doing it purely to increase their user base and and upsell people. I don't yeah, care. Good, good, way to, good way to try before you yeah, buy. Exactly. And, and I'm sure you get this too. A lot of people are saying, "What's what's the best free internet security software out there?" I said, "Well, what's the best free car of, insurance?" Yeah, exactly right. I said, "What's well, kind of a it's a myth. There's there's no good free um free. I was going to say insurance. There's no good yeah. free internet security software because that's why it's free because it's it's not very good. No. So you're best off." Uh, Put it paying to if get you the proper have, coverage. So, so now the answer becomes, and this is how we operate. We we now have this in the back of our minds when someone says that the answer is now. Look, if you if you really can't afford it, then the best free version is Kaspersky. But you yeah. really should be putting some money aside and affording a subscription to an antivirus Absolutely. internet security software because it's not just about viruses now. It's about identity fraud and a whole bunch of other Clicking things that happen. Links. And yeah, it's a absolutely. real problem for people. And, and, so. and people should remember too, I think I had a call on the radio today. A woman was asking, oh, what's a good good um, security software for an Android, for Android phones. Yeah. And I said, well, check what, what security software you're using on your computer because you'll find there may be five well, licenses yes, on it. So normally use that. So oh, she said, oh, really? I just didn't realize whether she had it or not. I'm not sure. But that's that's another thing people yeah, didn't realize. Trend, if you're going uh, to pay for device, it, yeah. Yeah, so you're going to share the load across all your devices. So it's not just paying 100 bucks a year for one product. You're going to get it across five products, yeah. including your mobile devices. So that's worth taking into account anyway. All right, check it out. I'll put the details up at EFTM.com and you can find the link to the Kaspersky free right there. Well, I think you'd agree with me. One of the, one of the biggest stories of 2016 would have to be the rise and dramatic fall of the Note Seven of Samsung. Yeah, you Samsung. Know? They were. It was a testing time for the company, not only financially. They they lost literally billions of dollars yep. when the Note Seven was recalled twice and then killed, mm. uh, and really uh, put a bit of a dent in the brand, and it put the the company in a bit of a corner that. The only way they could come out of it was to sort of to fight out of it with a great product, which is which they did with the S8. Absolutely. Uh, but and the, you know the, the S8 success has proven that they a did an amazing job at the end yeah. of last year, and full credit to them both locally and globally on the way they handled the battery totally. issue on the front foot yeah. and how they reported on it. 
Um, but it's also testament to the to the loyalty of Australians too. I mean, it just proves that we looked at that and went, yeah, I still like the phone. So yeah, you know, you know how many people I got a lot like when we were covering. I was covering the Note Seven d- disaster, the whole saga. So many people went, when I wrote the story that they're going to kill the model's dead, yeah. gone. Yeah. So many people were were upset, thinking, "No, I love the note. Why?" Yeah. And, and they and were mate, hoping that this wasn't the fight, the the like a nail in the coffin. I'll, for the I'll note. stop you having to go looking for it. I said at the time, "There's no way they're going to do another note." I mean, that's just stupid, because it felt to me like the 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 model was model brand was damaged as well, not just the main brand. Yeah. But given how well Samsung came through it. They've obviously, they probably never thought of killing off the, the brand, even though I think that it, it could have been a wise thing to do. They've obviously gone, hey, we're pushing on. Yeah. Now, to be clear, they're going to release a new note. That's what we're talking about here. Um, the rumors say anyway. Um, the first question is still going to be when you and I get interviewed is, is this one going to catch fire? Yeah. But they kind of need to go through the full cycle of that. We had that at the S8 launch, but we'll get it again here yeah. because you've got to go through the full cycle. And you've got to remember too, when and they were, they were open and transparent and were very straightforward with this whole thing. They even uh, had held a, a massive event to outline what went wrong yep. with the batteries. They got independent companies in. and The bottom line of what happened with the Note 7 was just absolute bad luck. In the, in the defect in one battery, and hang on, let's replace the battery and that having a defect. I think I described it at the time as being struck by lightning two days in a row. Mm. It's just one of those things that you'd never expect to happen, and it happened to Samsung. Yeah. So with that in mind... And they pushed the limits, trying to create a product that had certain, certain yes. um, Grant, inclusions. Granted, and definitely. They've learned from all that. So not just totally. production-wise, but they've learned from their, yeah. their demands as well. So there were stirrings late last year and this year about the Note brand still being around and yep. i think their their head of mobile uh dj someone the dj co, co. His name, he said that yeah the note the note brand is still around and and there were people were sort of ho- hanging in there with some hope that we're going to see a new device and then last week we see uh, an event announcement for the 23rd of august for uh, an unpacked event mm. and the 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 invitation saying do bigger things inside the the a phone that looks like the s8 yeah. But with a the distinct pay, uh, an S pen underneath. Yeah. So uh, the notes back. Are they going to call it the note? What can we expect to see? The rumors I've heard is that it's going to have six point three inch screen, so bigger than the S eight. Hmm. Whether it will have the same narrow the eighteen by they nine aspect have to, ratio. They have to go all in on the aspect I, ratio. I think they? so too. I think as but well. But you can't make us. It's got to be. You can well, only go you, so narrow and tall. Well, if if it's going to be a something you're right on, you can't have it as narrow as the S eight. I'm thinking it's got to be. You're going to be starting a new line every every one every yeah. word. So that's another thing that. You but do you know consider. what you can do? You can have you take the S8 Plus and just make it fatter, wider. Yeah. You take that's the S8 a, Plus. Well, it's going to have height. a bigger screen than that. Yeah. yeah, but that's all you got to do is go like this to yeah, the width of it, make it and make it half wider. centimeter wider. So you yeah. actually go back from the aspect ratio into a normal aspect ratio yeah. but with the length. same bezel. Yeah. Top and bottom. It'll have that infinity. Now the, the twenty third is is twenty fourth in the morning, about one AM in the morning, um, Australian time on the Thursday, the twenty fourth. Yeah. Um look, I actually think it's gonna be the most um unsurprising event in the history of the world. Um But still a lot of interest though. Oh massive. You know how many interest. people have said, Yes, it's back. There's so many people are happy. Never met anyone. Oh, I've got they're all they must be all tech guide readers because yeah, well, this, you can stay there. We should we should point out that you can this, have this is a niche product. The Note, the Note 8, the, the S8 and S8 Plus are their flagship hero products. Mass market products. The Note 8 is kind of your higher end, niche, more niche product hmm. than this one. 
but the note got so much attention last year with all the disaster. The thing the, the whole is, the dramas. SA took so much of the Note 8's technology, the iris scanning, all those things, yeah. that the Note 8 is just going to be a better version of the Note 7 um, with, the, with the bezel. So if, if you imagine Note 7 technology, which was amazing, and now you stretch the screen and reduce the bezel, unbox your phone... Um, and you and you maybe improve the will S they use Pen that stylus. No, I don't think they will. Um, unbox your note. Um, that <laughs> the, unbox your pen. I can't imagine what else they're going to add to it right now. Do you know well, what I mean? The S Pen for a start. Because the Note Seven was already USB C. It was. It was um, their first USB C right. product. Yes, you're right. So yeah, yeah. So what do you add to the Note Seven mm-hmm. other than the screen size and ratio the... and a better battery? <laughs> what do you add to it? Yeah, I think um, you got be nothing. Some, is that what you're saying? No, nah, there'll be some S Pen. S Pen. I was going to say S Pen. S Pen trickery. There'll be some S Pen features never before seen that they'll introduce with this product. Because that that that's the that is the big point of difference. Is yeah. that this has got an S Pen? Yeah. And with we saw that the Tab S3 Galaxy Book pens and how they work on the screen. This is going to be the first mobile device where that technology is going to work. So I think there's going to be some S Pen features that uh, will probably be the the newness of the product. All right. Well, we'll find out on uh... and, and a dual lens camera too. That's the big rumor. It's going to have two lens camera that wasn't that they'd never had ready in time for the S8. Kind of like the iPhone three plus. Similar. Yeah. Mm, but dual lens camera. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a. Where will they put the fingerprint reader then? Will they? They won't have a physical home. Will they have a physical home button on this one? Because the last no. one did. No. So they'll get rid of the physical home yep. button. So the fingerprint reader will have to sit sort of beneath the the two lens camera, mm. not beside the camera like the too S8. far up on this one. Yeah. So uh, challenges. Questions. Interesting. See, we're asking what's going to be new. There's all the new stuff that we're talking about. Yeah, it's not that exciting though. Yeah. Well. I'm looking forward to this one. I really am. I'm actually a bit worried about what they're talking about. I'm a fan. I have. I got to say, and with the Note Seven, when I well, I reviewed it before all the drama, and so did you. Yeah. And one of the best phones I've ever used at that time was probably one of the top three best phones I've ever used. And then, then disaster. And then it struck. became the worst. Then disaster struck. Well, but, let's. Uh, let's oh, that's why I'm looking forward to seeing what they come up with. Let's hope it doesn't happen again. Uh, two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick. Well, we all know Orbi was the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. It gives you reliable, secure, and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no drop connections through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs, and doors. And with a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favourite movies and shows. No matter how many devices are connected, you'll have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi tri-band Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem to maximise the speed that you're paying for. Orbi's sleek design and state-of-the-art technology steals the show, gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. With just a couple of clicks, your secure Wi-Fi network is ready in no time. For more information, visit netgear.com.au. Orbi, better Wi-Fi everywhere. Two words, Stephen, storm and teacup. Uh, a couple of days ago, the Twitter... I prefer coffee. That's fine. Yeah, Twitter was a buzz with uh, the disappointing news that Microsoft had killed Paint, MS Paint, the uh, yeah. program that comes with Windows. I heard it, it was breaking news on, on the TV a couple of times. Yeah, I um, I looked at it and went, yeah, that's good. And then later on, I went, oh, I'm just going to click. I'm going to read this. I'll check it out. Can I can I read your headline out of EFTM? Yep. Yeah, let me find it again. 
Microsoft Paint is not dead. It's just rubbish. <laughs> so, dot, dot, dot. That's clickbait right there, mate. So, don't use it. Yep. Controversy. Trevor, yep. controversy. So, Microsoft are no longer installing MS Paint by default in Windows 10. In the next update of Windows 10, they're removing code from all over the shop. A bunch of programs. Outlook Express to, to lighten it up. doesn't exist anymore. They're removing all the code there. They're removing MS Paint because no one uses it. And it's a stupid program. But okay. if you still want it, it's in the Microsoft Store. For free? Yes. Okay. So that was the story. That's the story. Wow. But all the idiots on the internet didn't write the second part. They just went, oh, it's dead. Because one person wrote that. And you know how the internet works. No one checks the source. Just check the Microsoft blog. It said Mm -hmm. it's being um, uh, not, not, it's like being. Not um, included with the shipped product. No. What's the word for depreciate? It's being, it's, it's. Demoted. No, but it's, it's like depreciated. It's, it's, that's the word they use, right? Really? Which basically means it's been taken out of the system, but it's still available. Okay. So it's in Windows Store. So what have they got to replace it? Is there anything else better? Well, this Paint 3D already exists on Windows 10. It's a better program. And that's included still? And if you are using Windows Paint so often that it's important to you, get Photoshop. That's a bit more expensive, isn't it, than MS Paint? But mate, seriously. MS Paint is rubbish. Okay. Anyway, I'm just saying, still in a teacup. So it's not dead. No, it's not dead. But it is still rubbish. It is 100% rubbish. <laughs> and you can download it from the Windows Store. That's it. That's all if, there is to say. If you don't have it We don't need to say your... anything more. Okay. That's it. It's rubbish. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Really interesting uh, some technology demonstrated by Telstra today. Very in interesting. In South Australia, of all places. Very advanced in South Australia. A bit of a government grant going on here. I, I, I understand that. Yeah, some uh, some dollars exchanged, mm. but uh, it was uh, an interesting test, which it makes a lot of sense when you when you so when we talk through what it's about. They, they've tested this new vehicle to mobile technology. Like when I first read it, the headline it was it read like gobbledygook. And what what does that mean? Yeah. And then when I read further, it, it meant that they they did a test where uh, it could provide this vehicle to mobile technology could provide early collision warnings to pedestrians at crossing cyclists around a blind turn blind corner or and other other drivers as well mm. so uh interesting how it's called v2p which is vehicle to pedestrian and is run in partnership with coda wireless uh, over a network in south australia which yep. would be telstra 5g network would it be or 4g network 4G. and it is I know it's already it's already a problem now, and I've written this in the past, where pedestrians looking at their phones are, as, are, are a pretty dangerous bunch of people to be around Bloody because up. they're not looking where they're going. Some councils have even resorted to putting signage on the pavement so they can see it yep. and lights and everything so that they hang, hang, look up, look up, stupid, you're about to cross a road. <laughs> Flashing so, lights on the curb yeah. to make you look up. Like it, it, we've, that, That's what we've come to. Hmm. And so Telstra have got this technology which will give, which could send a warning to an application on your phone if you're approaching a pedestrian at a crossing or there's a cyclist coming around a bend that uh, they're, they're approaching a, a blind corner, as we said before, uh, and, or some a car reversing out of a driveway, you could get a bit of a heads up that there are cars approaching. So the idea here is that you're running this software in the background of your phone as, you, as the driver of the car and the software is also on the phone of the cyclist or the, or the pedestrian. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. See, my concern is I don't quite understand how it knows the collisions about to happen because it's all. Well, so one of the um, ideas was on a blind corner, you'd you'd be alerted to the fact that there's a cyclist around there. I get that, yeah. but in terms of there just being a cyclist in the area, I've got eyes, you idiot. I mean, do I need a computer to tell me that? Well, 
it, it would it work it would work because it's over the network. It does obviously doesn't need Bluetooth, so it would work at a no. further range than Bluetooth. Like you probably get like fifty meters of a warning to say, "Oh, there's cars approaching." Yeah, but it's not going to know the cyclist is going to suddenly veer out into traffic. No. It's also not going to know that the pedestrian is going to keep walking. I out think it's going to be a, some sort of proximity algorithm. We get that, there. but yeah. But I, I think well, I do have a fear that this is publicity for publicity's sake. But I love the idea well, of them trying to do it because cyclists getting hit by cars is a massive, massive problem, right? And you totally. know, cars don't give cyclists enough room. As much as I don't give a rat's about you know them <laughs> having rights and stuff on the roads, yeah, I, I certainly give them a full lane. I mean, you meant yeah. to give them a meter. I'll give them a whole lane because yeah. I don't want to be involved. I don't want to hurt Absolutely. someone. Absolutely, yeah, totally right. Um, so you know, if there's something that we can do to make their um, experience safer, yeah, and to make the I don't know, advice advice for me better. Mm-hmm. Great. But remember, Garmin had some pretty cool products built into their um, bike products that would give, you know, like um, kind of emergency braking alerts and stuff to cyclists <laughs> as well. So there was a bunch of, there is a bunch of stuff going yeah. around out there. I just, uh, I'd like to see a real what, world application for what, this. What I think, what I think though, is that it, it's, it's, it's a part of a bigger picture. Oh, for sure. And the bigger picture, like they're, they're te- this is part of the V2P technology, mm. vehicle to pedestrian. Is part of that. The whole thing is called the vehicle to everything project. So it's yes. V two X. Yeah, v- vehicle to vehicle the, is V to V, and vehicle to yeah, infrastructure. Well, that's the most interesting part of it, I reckon. This is a precursor to vehicle to vehicle communication, where cars talk to each other, yeah. not the drivers. The cars. So talk Ford, to each other. for example, doing a bunch in this space where because see the car knows that that you know with which way the the wheel is being turned, so it knows whether you're on path or not. There's yeah. a bunch of information there, but cars can also then communicate with traffic lights and speed signs, and there can be information passed into the cars. Think about autonomy and things like that. Mm. You want your car to know that you're speeding, not just because it can read the speed signs, but because it's communicating with them. So yeah. there's some really cool stuff going on. I I kind of need to understand the pedestrian. Um, Relatability to yeah. it, but it's you know, it's there's also the vehicle to infrastructure, so that'd be what your traffic lights and speed lights signs, and yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think, Th- think 20 years path. in advance when you've got autonomous yeah. cars, you want the cars to, to be able to read the traffic lights without having to just identify them visually, yeah, absolutely. That's how it will work. But I, I do, uh, I am a little disappointed that pedestrians need a warning that cars are approaching. I think we like, go with Darwin's use, theory on use that. Use your eyes, <laughs> that'll be uh, that'll sort of sort uh, the, the, the well. You know, heard quite quickly. You I want think. to walk into traffic, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you know, I think we wrote, I think there was a, I wrote, I think it was last year, year before, there was a great video that was made. I think it was a German video, a real shocking video. You know those videos that mm. at first when you're looking at it and you're seeing this guy talking about pedestrians and how they're on the phone, they're not paying attention to the road. And then he's talking about Johnny. He's Johnny. He's walking down the street and he's doing this and he's meeting his girlfriend and he's having lunch and then bang, car kills him. And then the camera pans out and the person narrating is actually a funeral director. He sort of pans out and he's talking from the funeral home of this idiot who was on his phone crossing the road and just just out of nowhere, just one of those shocking ads where, boom, he's mm. just killed right in front of you. It was uh, meant meant to, to shock and it did. And this is the reason why, because pedestrians still do this. You just see people crossing the road and... Luckily, the light's red, but if all it takes is for one driver, if it's a giveaway sign or something, all it takes is for one driver to be distracted and someone else to be distracted on the phone, yeah. someone's dead. Mate, the, the problem exists everywhere. Like, you drive around, how many people are on their phones in the car? Yeah. Mate, I can see that you're texting, you're looking down, and there's a bright light shining on your face. I know. It's not rocket science, folks. Exactly right. Stop it. Yeah, it's. This is what we've come to. This is what society has come to, Trev. Oh, is that where we're going now? No, well, I'm What's just thinking. Society? That now, like, while we love technology, we don't want it to cost anyone their life. We want very, people to keep their eyes up, wise. eyes on the road, people. Well, and do what Stephen does. Just don't look at your phone. Exactly. Stephen puts his phone keep away it, at bedtime. Do what Trevor does. Keep your hand off it. 
<laughs> I, 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 that's my policy. My, my phone does not go into my bedroom. I'm aware off, of your stupid policy. Off mate. and in my office. Well done, mate. So that, that's how that's we why roll. Didn't get my that's how we roll. Six a.m. this morning. <laughs> did you never text me that early? Did you? Yeah, I did. Was it that early? Six ten. Okay. Yeah. But I, I knew I could safely text you because I wasn't going to wake you up. There you go. Because yeah. it's, it's in your office. That's it. He's got to have his bacon eggs before he has his uh, uh, checks his messages. Yep. Stephen Fennick, ladies and gentlemen, from techguide.com.au. <laughs> um, details and information on the vehicle to pedestrian trials at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So we both took some time uh, over the last few weeks but uh, published this week the Sony Xperia XZ Premium. Stephen, it's a beautiful phone. I like it. And, uh, oh, uh, I, I'm not doing my, and I'm not doing my Pauline Hanson impression. I like it. Uh, and although she said, I don't like it, eh? She said, I don't like it. I don't like it. Is that what I she don't said? remember, no. Anyway, forget Pauline. Back Let's talk you. about the XZ Premium. One thing um, that, that you, I think we've been a little bit spoiled this year in terms of Android phones and designs. Yeah. Now, LG and Samsung have said, right, this is what we're doing now with the longer screens, no home button. And Sony's phone, while looking great and feeling like solid quality in your hand, they had an opportunity to do this, and there's so much room, top and bottom of the screen, that gorgeous 4K HDR mm. screen, beautiful screen. Imagine if that went all the way top to bottom. Would it look magnificent? I, I hadn't given it any thought. That's yeah. how much I don't care about the tall screens. Well, I, I, I sort of made a point of that. In, I, I, while I praise the screen as thinking, well, this is a beautiful screen, a lot of people think, what do you need 4K screen on a phone for? Okay, I'm, let's talk yeah. about that, right? Yeah. Why do you need a 4K screen on a phone? By the way, it's just it's for good Sony. Enough. Just yeah. for Sony's edification, yes, it's a 4K HDR. Yeah, I call it a. 4K. Looks good. Looks good. You can see the quality there. Simple as that. You don't and, think and those pixels think, are wasting battery? Well, well, here's the thing though, and in my review, and in the way I use my phone all day long, and the battery management system, that smart stamina feature, yeah. smashed it. Phone lasted uh, one of the best batteries I've seen in a phone. Agree, but it's also a big, fat, thick phone. So that's what I put that down to. I put that down to the fact that it was actually a big phone, and therefore it should have a big battery and it should last a while. Yeah, well, it does. And and I I made note of that too. Where this isn't, it's quite a large device. So if you if you if you have got dainty little hands and don't want to use it, huge device. It's big. It's 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 actually bigger than the iPhone Seven Plus, like slightly taller despite having the same size screen. But there's plenty of room top and bottom of the screen where they could have either made the device smaller or made the screen bigger. Yeah, I think they probably, in hindsight, would look back at it now and go, there's a lot more we can do with this device. Yeah, I reckon. Wait till you see next year. I yeah, next that's... Year. But, so I had the, the Chrome one, the mirror. Yeah, I had the, the black one. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Like, I, I like that surface. It's a fingerprint magnet. Fingerprint still, still pretty nice. Um, powerful, no doubt. Yeah, I like the fingerprint reader being on the well. sides. Very handy. Pricey though, mate. It's a premium, premium phone. Well, I, I look at it like this, and I said in my story that it's it's for a customer who appreciates quality. If you if you love your 4K content, if you want to hear high res audio, if you want a really good camera, and the cameras are probably the best feature of it with the oh, super slow mo. We haven't even mentioned that, it, right? Yeah. So it's. Forget the slow-mo for a minute. It's actually a beautiful camera. The, it the, is. takes great photos. The colors, and, and yes, it's partly the screen, but you look at them on another computer, they're still there. Yeah. The colors are beautiful on it. 
But that slow-mo feature is amazing. But oh, I had a lot of fun with that. that gee whiz, mate. You know, you run a slow-mo on an iPhone, you just hit slow-mo mode and you get to choose when it's slow-mo. Yeah. With this one, you've got to go into slow-mo mode and then you've got to, you've got to, you got to, you got to get the set, get, get the shot at the exact moment that you need the slow-mo. Yeah. Mate, I tried capturing a, a match being lit and being uh, lit. It's bloody art. Yeah, like I just I just stuck to, time to it right. I just stuck to getting a picture of my dogs. A lot of ziggy and zaggy, <laughs> yeah. a lot of ass wagging. You, know, you know how long it took to get? Like, I think Logan is the one who sort of does the big shake. You know how long it took me to get that time that one right, and it slowed it right in the middle of it. That took a long time, but the, you're right. The iPhone, and I said this in my story. It takes a while to get used to the timing. Yeah, of it. once you get the it timing, you get it. You know, you, you hit it because it's, oh, it's actually it, it's actually before you hit it that it that it takes it essentially. So right, yeah. because of the 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 delay on the finger and everything, it actually takes the bit before you hit the button as the slow mo. It's a very small amount of slow mo that you get for your for your buck, and I'm not sure that's the reason to buy the phone. Yeah, reason to buy the phone is. If you like a big phone, big phone, and you want to stand out because it's a it's a different phone. It looks good, nice screen, and you want the screen, and the high res audio. I think that's a big thing too. If you're if you're an audio for Sony, I like how they play on their heritage points. You know, yeah, and good not, screen technology, back on that either. camera technology, audio technology. That's the big three, I think, for a lot of customers. And I think if you are a fan, if you're an Android user and want that quality, uh, then this is ideal. And, and I think. Price wise, I think justified. If if you're, you, oh, I, know. I don't think I don't think an iPhone customer is going to look at this and go, oh, do I go away from the iPhone and buy this? But an Android customer would. An Android customer would say, yeah, do I get the? I had this question on Twitter the other day. Do I buy the S8? Do I buy the XZ Premium? Which one? Why? Why would I get the XZ over this? And I explain. Well, 4K screen for a start. Uh, that's that's one thing. Camera is probably slightly better than the the Samsung. There's two things. So it's a different phone too. To, to I, I'd up. buy it just because yeah. it's different. It look, it looks, and it's it's solid, really quality build to it. It, look, it feels good, it feels good in your hand. Imagine it, how many they'd sell if it was just one hundred and fifty dollars cheaper though. Yeah, if it was nine nine nine, I think it'd be compelling. It'd really take on. I think the insane. HTC is are they nine 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 or eight nine nine now? Eight nine nine for eight the nine P10. The U eleven, the U eleven. Oh, I'm talking about. No, I don't know. I think it's nine nine nine. But I'm anyway, the Huawei. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're in that ballpark, uh, I think Sony would be probably the premium choice in that in that yeah. category. Yeah. All right, two blokes talking tech. The uh, reviews of the XZ Premium, uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Moab. Moab. What the hell? That's actually named after a town in the US that is uh, very famous for its sandstone landscapes. Now this is uh, we're talking about a phone case. Oh, Jesus the company's called Lander, and they've got a phone called the Moab. And Moab, as I as I said, is a city in southern Utah that it's got these beautiful sandstone landscapes. Now this is a phone case, but with a difference. This is designed to keep your phone at its ideal temperature to in uh, to lengthen your battery life. So if you are out in the cold or out in hot weather, the phone has this special thermal lining that can keep the phone at its ideal temperature. Because if it's running hot, the battery's going to going to run fast, run down faster. Mm. And the thermo line insulation can keep it at the ideal temperature. It's only for iPhone, by the way, iPhone six, iPhone six S and seven, and also the Plus models as well. So either size. Sorry, and Plus models, what? The uh, the the plus the seven six six S and seven plus models, 
and uh, obviously designed to protect your phone as well. So it's got military grade protection mm-hmm. and has like the compression zones in the corner to absorb the impact. But uh, it, it does have the point of difference is that thermoline insulation to keep the phone at its optimum temperature. And it's priced at five fifty nine ninety five, and you can uh, it's available from August. Right, yeah. So yeah. people that uh, if you're going an, into the Sahara, if you're or an adventurer, I think Everest, well, if you go to the snow, it's winter. You might be going down the snow, or you might be going to somewhere really hot, or like it's summer in the northern hemisphere. You might be going on a holiday there. You might be going to Abu Dhabi or Dubai or somewhere like that, where you're temperatures going to Vegas can hit, tomorrow. It's pretty hot there. Hit, yeah, there, there you go. Do you want to borrow my one? No, mate. Okay. I'll just up to you. Won't leave the room. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, full review uh, or details, anyway, of the uh, of the product, the Moab. At techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. It's been a long day. I've hit the wall. Have you? In case you hadn't noticed. You were nodding off a little bit earlier. I did. You I... were nodding off to, and yawning. I don't know. I, that was I you talking about The Rock. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't going to take Star offense Wars, to though. that. Yeah, okay. We can talk about Star Wars if you want. Mate, I'll, can you just I tell you what? Can you ring me in 20 minutes when I'm trying to sleep? <laughs> and just sure. Just whisper, whisper me to sleep with I'll Star say, Wars. I'll, I'll, it'll start with a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And then we'll go from there. Actually, I need to get some sleep on the plane. I might, might watch Star Wars again. Oh, <laughs> mate. Them's fighting words, mate. Don't be saying that. Because I'll start bagging Formula One. If you want to start bagging Formula Wait, when One. When was the last time you watched the Formula One? I race? watched it two weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. England? When, when was Ricardo third? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't remember. He was on the podium. His podium finish. Yeah. Can't remember. Watched him, watched him have his shoey and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind turning on. I, I, I like watching it. And every year at the Formula One, when we go down in Melbourne, I get an appreciation. Oh, once for a year it. Formula One fan, yeah, like oh, oh, once well, a year Formula One fan. <laughs> this is coming from the once a year Queenslander. <laughs> once a year Queenslander. Seriously. But uh, what was no, the no, score, by the way? Did we win that? Yeah, Queensland won. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yep, that's Crash eleven out of twelve series. Yep. There's always next decade, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they had it in game two, mate. Yeah, you know, game two, they should have won. They absolutely blew it. They should have won the series straight. The game three would have been just a dead rubber. They would have won the series, but no, didn't happen that way. Queensland, they were. John, Jonathan Thurston with one shoulder, one dud shoulder, mm. still plays Powerful. like a genius and Powerful. kicks the winning goal. Powerful. Because like, you know. New South Wales is such a boring place. Yeah, no passion why, for why do you joint? live here then? Mate, just because why my do you wife live here? Oh, come on. I go where my wife goes. By the way, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Trevor was born in New South Wales. Yep. And he raised to my formative quote, years to in quote, His formative years. So you say on, that like no on. one's heard this no, story no, no. before. So what ages? Can I just what are people the, just tuning in? What are the ages again that you were? Two to year five. Age year two, two up to year five. To year five. No, up age two up to year five. So two till ten ish. Yeah. So your formative years. Bloody okay. oath, mate. Is that right? Yeah. Mate, go and ask Victoria who she supports. Yeah. We've had this. It's like deja vu. No, no, people no, are going. Just... We people are going to turn this shit off because it's just the same. <laughs> Victoria's a shark. She wore a sharks jersey to Mufti Day. Good luck. I had to drop her off. I said, "Listen, walk yourself to school. I'm not, bloody, I'm not going in with you." Premiers. Yeah, the premiers, mate, mate. Seriously, she so lives I, nowhere near. The, birth, you're when, closer to winter, being a shark when, than she is. Winter birthday. Uh, August the twenty something. Oh, it's coming up. Sure, twenty something. You don't know your daughter's birthday. It's 28th or 29th. 28? I get it confused every year. Okay, my daughter's the tenth of August. We it's the 29th. I know that for sure. Okay, should I get her because a South jersey? I'm not going to be in the country. Should so I get her a South Jersey for? Mate, uh, you can get her a South Jersey. Yeah. We might need something to light the barbecue with. Oh, that's very funny, mate. I was going to. I thought you were going to say you're going to wash the car with it or something, but light the barbecue. That's maybe taking the joke a little bit far. <laughs> okay, 
And I'll be leaving now. Thank you very much. And I'll good. be kicking your doors in on your car as well. Good luck. With, mate, just <laughs> kick the mask because it's going to hail repair next week. Is it really? Where did it get hailed on? Here. Really? It had when, four cars out the that? front all and got smashed. Really? Damn. Yeah, about six months ago. It takes that long to get it repaired. Yeah, wow. Well, I, I was a victim of the great 1999 hailstorm. <laughs> the great. <laughs> mate, this one? hail was so bad, damaged all four cars that were out yeah. the front, right? So I took the Commodore in only two weeks ago to get it done. Picked it up and I looked at it and I went, mate, that is beautiful. I did a walk around. I go, mate, you've missed one here. Like a big one. I said, no, no, that's just my wife. She just oh, smashes right. the thing into poles all the time. Is that right? Yeah, all four corners of the car are just dented in. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Bumper parking. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near Bumper that parking. That's not how my wife operates. Yeah, now I remember. Do you remember that massive hailstorm in 99? No, I was it, thinking it, I was still at school. Yeah, right, eh, mate. You were in school. <laughs> school for smart asses. <laughs> and uh, it was massive storm that smacked my home got hammered. It was all, remember Daceyville, the whole area near the airport? Like, if you ever, anyone flying into Sydney for the next year, all you could see were tarp, tarps on all the roofs. Mm. And that, that hammered my home and my car, got written off uh, then as well. Uh, my my HSV Commodore at the time. Wow. Yeah. But you know so what happened? They wrote, they wrote the car off. Yeah. They said, no, nah, it's, it's, it was insured for like 15 or whatever it was. And they said the damage is like 13 grand to it. And I said, well can I buy the wreck back? And they gave me the difference. So I bought the wreck. So they gave me my payout and I, out of that money, I bought the car back off them and then got it repaired. And I said, I went back to the panel, but I said, look, you can do a better job than that. Give me a better quote than that. And they, I said, can you fix it for the amount of money that I got back for it? I said, sure. Fix the car, kept the car. You didn't make a profit? No. Very disappointed in you. Well, I want to, I want to get my car fixed. I like the car. I think so. we should go back to HSVs, mate. That crappy think driving so. there. <laughs> I think we've uh, de- deviated. Yeah. Well, that was uh, a nice little. That was a bonus. That was the bonus features yeah, at the yeah. end. Yeah. That's kind. It's kind of like the pre-show. Yeah. But we've just given it to you at the end. And instead. a lot less swearing. Yeah. A lot less swearing. I did drop a few there. So, sorry. Yeah. Jackson's a lot less swearing. Daddy, sorry for those couple. But of I mean the pre-show if, that we oh, didn't record absolutely. today. A lot less swearing yeah. and, and and less names. We names also didn't well. defame anyone. Yeah, that's right. As that's we right. do in the pre-show. And people are thinking, "Wow, I wonder who they were talking about." No, just tweet us. I'll tell you now. <laughs> no, yeah. if you can guess it, I'll Trevor, Trevor will. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. Back again next week. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Hisense. Uh, go to the iTunes store, leave a rating and a review because you know we love it when you do that. I think it's a very nice thing it's for good people for Trevor's to do. Ego. He Trevor Massive. Loves it. Um, my loves ego it. and and the the benefit that it provides. What's the Absolutely. name of the show? I'm going to search for it now. Two, Two blokes talking tech. Talking tech. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Drum roll. This is good radio. Any any new any new? Oh, mate, can I mate? just get there first? Give us a break, mate. Jeez, I've only well, got, got the NBN. You got the NBN. Jeez, <laughs> NBN and a brand new Mac that's apparently got sixty four gig of RAM. Yeah, mate. It's flying. Look at you. Oh, July twenty two. That's new. Oh, that's a new one. Uh, cool Hand Lucas. Very entertaining uh, podcast about the latest in the tech each week. Trevor Long's radio pedigree means he knows how to keep the show relatable and never boring. <laughs> Thanks, Cool Hand Lucas. Now, is that, that is good for you. Is that ego. your pseudonym? Was that your pseudonym? No, I did not yourself? write that. Okay, no mention of me in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, get on your Cool Hand Lucas. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. It's two blokes talking tech, mate, not one. Jesus. Thank you very much. <laughs> and we should we should say leave a review if you're going to mention name names name both of us please oh it's a new contractual uh, obligation from Stephen that <laughs> no, we both have to be mentioned doesn't doesn't mean anything that's all right oh you're okay doesn't, with that I'm okay with okay, that right. yeah but cool hand Lucas where does he live <laughs> <laughs> not in South two bikes talking tech back next week thanks mate.